Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 107, where we have some of the wildest stories that we have in a while. Uh, I was actually thinking last episode, our Burger King discussion was my favorite discussion of the entire episode. Yeah. So I purposely put some some things like kind of like that and back in this episode. But first, we're starting with the new RTX 3000 series graphics cards and kind of how this ties into next gen where we are with next gen and because uh, it really became one big massive discussion because a lot of people are you know comparing this to next gen and you know coming to conclusions but you watch the actual show live right what's that the 3000 yeah yeah um or yes and pieces. I, I saw i saw about 75 percent of it live so we got a thir- 30 70 30 80 and 30 90 the 30 70 is what 500 yeah. The 3080 is, is 7 or 8? I think it's 7. I think it's 7. And then the 3090 is 1500. Yeah. But the thing <laughs> is, you know, the 2080T was 1200. And even the 3070 is surpasses the 2080T. Yeah. So that's the big deal. Is like That's a big deal. The 2080T was basically the most powerful graphics card you could have a week ago and now for $500 you can have a card that's more that's better than that yeah and that's just yeah well think about deal. yeah think about anyone that just bought like a 2080 ti like you just got kneecap there were all sorts of gifs <laughs> and like memes about that you all. paid 1500 and they're coming out with a better card for 500. for 500 yeah so you know there's a lot of things about these cards that this was probably the biggest generational leap I've seen. And it's funny because I truly think, and I heard this sentiment a lot of places, and I heard it after I thought it, people seem more excited for these cards than they do the next-gen consoles. Like, yes. there's so little hype for these consoles. In fact, IGN had a, had an article with you know or a video commenting about the same thing, about yeah. how, how NVIDIA just stole all the thunder from both next-gen consoles. Oh, and that's what I've been saying for weeks is, I don't know. Look at this beautiful thing. What Sony and Microsoft have been doing? This game that they're playing is totally backfired. Yeah, I mean, I gotta wonder: is it is it COVID or or is that just a, an excuse? Well, you know, one thing that we can say: this was under Godspeed stories, but it plays into what we have now. So, Halo has an official partnership with. Monster Energy now. So Monster Energy cans with Halo Infinite on them are coming out now. Yeah. In stores now. Yeah. Which first I text you because it was like, oh my god, this game's probably still six months away and we've already got the cans on the market. You know, how stupid is that? Yeah. It's because they initially planned, you know, not to delay the game until very recently. But what I think this confirms is initially... Microsoft did plan to launch the Series X in August, which was the original, well, which was a rumor at some point that until COVID, that was their plan. Yeah. And it it, it just makes you wonder, like, I, I have a God mode moment to declare about these next-gen consoles. I'm just going to say it now. I'm going to get it out. I've been holding back on it. I wanted to text you. <laughs> because of the way these consoles have launched and the way things have played out, or will launch, and you know now Nvidia. I think this is going to be the first generation where you see 
a decline in console sales. Yeah. I don't think the PS5 will sell as much as PS4, and I don't think the next Xbox will sell as much as... Um, yeah, I, I agree. In fact, I'll say I'm not sure who the bigger winner was when NVIDIA announced these. Yeah. If it was NVIDIA or Nintendo. I wouldn't say it was Nintendo. Because... <laughs> Well, I mean, no, think about it. Connect the dots on this. We, we've been talking, and, and I've seen that it's not just us, that, you know, like, next-gen development is just so intensive. Yeah. That, like, games just aren't coming out. Yeah. You know, and it, and it sucks. It takes 10 years yeah. to make a game. I mean, so, yeah, we're going to get these next-gen consoles, but God knows when we're actually going to see any of the games from them. And, um, you know, even if they do release, like, you might get one game a generation at this point. So, thinking about it, it just seems like everything is falling towards Nintendo, who's going to have the easier well development. I cheaper. really, I really thought of a couple other things and winners. Is a so you know everybody was saying the next gen consoles are are pretty powerful, and they are. They they still are. Yeah, they're going to look okay. They, they've got SSD. They've got. Um, yeah. You know, 120 frames. They can technically do 8K, even though nobody has an 8K display. Yep. But NVIDIA just basically took those consoles. Because coming uh, until this week, we were like, this might be the first gen where the consoles are pretty close to the PC performance. Yeah. Not, not Boy, even close anymore. Not even <laughs> close. <laughs> this is so, probably the biggest gap so, ever So been. the next gen consoles are now, you know, once again behind before they even launch. Yeah. Which is a bummer. But... Um, what another winner that I was thinking in this that you know if these consoles, as I'm predicting, sell less than their predecessors for the first time in gaming history, this is a huge boon for Microsoft's strategy versus Sony's. Yeah, Sony's got everything riding on PS5. Well, I mean, no, they're and this is this is exactly what I'm saying is PS5 or, or Sony, they're gonna bring the PS5 games to PC as well. So we think so as I'm sitting here and looking at it, like, you know, I, I've always been console first, but yeah. this is the first generation where I'm thinking, why should I get either one of these consoles? Yeah. Like yeah. They're, all their games are going to come to PC. Right. Well, and, and this, and I can get Sony a graphics hasn't card. confirmed it and we don't know if it'll be all of them. Well, I thought, I thought Sony had a deal with Epic. They have a deal. They invested 1% in Epic, yeah. but they don't have anything. That oh, they didn't, didn't announce no, that. No. That's where their games are going to go. No. Okay. Some of I, I'm sure some of them will. Yeah. I'm sure of it. Okay, but I mean, Sony has said that they do intend yeah. to bring more of their games to PC. Right. So if that's going to happen, and I get it, they won't be day and date. You know, you might yeah. have to wait. Might have to wait a year or something. Yeah. I mean, but still, I mean, if you have patience, you, you can get it on PC. You yeah. can have better graphics. Yeah. And then really, the only two things you need are a PC and a Switch. Yeah. Nobody needs a fucking switch. <laughs> but what I'm saying is Microsoft, Microsoft's entire strategy basically <laughs> is, says, you know, we don't care. Play on PC, play on Series X, play on Series S, play on xCloud. We're, we literally have some play on your current console. We're going to keep making games for this console for the next at least two years. Yeah. Whereas Sony's strategy is much more narrow than that. Like, they don't. They're not still making PS4 games. They're and you know like the PC games probably will come. You're right, but 
I, I don't I don't think Microsoft has as much to lose if their console really doesn't sell as much. Yeah. Whereas Sony, I think, does. Yeah. Sony's and, got a lot and, more. And Microsoft's writing. even come out and said that. Like selling the Xbox isn't our primary concern yeah. anymore. Yeah. So um yeah, I mean, that's true. Like the Sony has more to lose right now because selling you the PlayStation 5 is more important to Sony right yeah. now. Yeah. Right now. We'll see if that changes. I, I really have to wonder if one of these two players, Sony or Microsoft, does eventually just get out of the hardware business. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see which one does It seems first. like it'd be Xbox because they don't, you know... It seems like they're more prepared to. Yeah. Whether they want to or not, I don't know. Well, I mean, the, the hardware's... They've got I enough substitutes, if, you know what I mean? I don't mean? know if they'd ever get fully out. Yeah. Because the... I mean, they still sell millions of consoles. Yeah, yeah. Which is millions of dollars. And, and when they sell you... But it's you, also a huge investment. Well, when they sell you a console, it becomes like a centerpiece in your living room. Yeah. They can sell you movies. Apps, yeah. Yeah, and services. That's true. So, I don't know if they'll ever really want to. Yeah. Unless it really becomes sort of like, you know, if cloud gaming becomes a standard. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, of course they're going to say, right. okay, we're, we're gone. I really don't think it ever will be like the only gig in town, but I mean, who knows where we'll be 10, 15 years from now. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, on the flip side of this, before we get off this topic, do you think AMD stands? That's an equ- good question. Any chance now with their next you graphics know, card? I've been waiting for AMD to come back because once, once Nvidia introduced the whole RTX line, yeah, it was pretty clear to me that there was a lot of potential there. Because oh, those tensor cores, and like there's a lot of features, especially for streamers and and the kind of like creator types, that really free up a lot of resources. And I was really, I've really been waiting for AMD to clap back with whatever their, you know, yeah. competitor to that is. Yeah. And they haven't. So now Nvidia has iterated on the RTX cores, and there's a lot of really cool features built into these cards. Uh, you know, like you can green screen. Without a green screen. So, like, if you do wow. film stuff, that's, live streaming stuff. Yeah, like, stuff like that. And, like, there's different audio features. Um, there's a lot of actual features in these cards that are, or you know, these cores handle that your PC couldn't do before. And I think that's one of the things that does have a lot of people excited. And, like I said, you know, like, these next-gen consoles, sure, they've got SSDs and, you know, should be doing more frames per second and stuff, but... Now, I mean, you know, I think that's a, a PC keeps taking bigger leaps forward. Yeah, I think that's um, w- when you think of what consoles could do. Yeah, that's probably a spot where they should have done better. Yeah, especially Microsoft since they had Mixer. Yeah, yeah. Like, why didn't you focus and make like the console more streamer friendly? Even like, then you'd already. I mean, I, they 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 put like a tab and they're like, okay. Done. I always said that. I don't know why. Not even necessarily from the like, from the viewer's perspective. Even Microsoft didn't push Mixer hard enough onto the Xbox community, the Xbox audience. Yeah, it was like, yeah, they had like a tab that was there, but nobody I mean, ever from, clicked from it. From a hardware perspective, like yeah. they, they had the camera. Yeah, you know why? Yeah. why didn't their you could use that, that to like, stream why? to yeah, it first I mean, before they killed Connect. You yeah. could use it to stream. Yeah, so. I mean, like, why didn't they invent the whole, you know, we d- you don't need a green screen, you know, we'll we'll yeah. add some hardware in here to 
to make that happen. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't get it. I mean, because right Cause now, to stream from a console, you have to buy a capture card. Yeah. So somebody could exactly. have hooked one into their console exactly. and said, hey, you don't need it anymore. Exactly. I don't understand it. Because, you know, probably. It, it's, it's a, it's a purpose-built device. Well, yeah. and But if they're going to get more expensive now. like Did you see? This was breaking news. Not official, by the way. Pringles. I kid you not. Yes. Yeah, Pringles this. released an estimate of the Xbox Series X price. Yeah. Did you see how much it is? It was $800. $800. Um, but that was in South Africa. Yeah, it's not going to be $800. I mean, things are... One to one. For context, Yeah, for context, for anybody that doesn't know, in some smaller markets, consoles are... Pringles isn't a reliable source for well, gaming news yeah, to begin there, with. Yeah, there's that to begin with, but... You know, in smaller markets, the the price of consoles, it, you know, it's, it's inflated. Right. Yeah. yeah, so it's not going to be one to one. And you know, I though if it were, that would be. I'm so glad that I'm starting to hear more people get upset by the fact that we still don't have release dates, we still don't have prices for these consoles. Yeah, they're going to be here in literally two months. Well, it's it's the greatest game of chicken we've ever seen. I'm not sure in, if it's. I'm not sure if it's that. I, I mean, maybe it is, but well, it, it really seems like these two can't get their act together. If well, I think the issue is is if it's true that they they're going to be know when it's coming out. If, they if have it, to know when it. Yeah. When when how much you're going to charge? But like, if it's true no that way. it's five ninety nine, which the Series X or both. PS5. Yeah. Both. If that's the price. Point. If that's the price. Yeah. Like. You know the history of five ninety nine. I can see why they'd be like, oh, I don't, I don't want to say that first. I, <laughs> so. I don't know why. Like, like I, I personally feel the hardware in both of these consoles warrants the price point. I think so. I mean, you've got an SSD in both of them now, especially the Series X. I mean, yeah. that's a, such a strong. And five ninety nine in two thousand five. That's what I. Yeah, that's what I mean. Twenty twenty. It's a yeah, little bit. Different. I don't think you know. People are, we're talking about paying $1,500 for a graphics card here. Yeah. Um, phones cost 1200 bucks. I mean, yeah. I, I think 599 is fine by today's standards. I think so, especially for what you're going to get. Yeah. It's fine. Plus, we still don't even know the Series S exists for officially. It yeah. does. We know it does. But, like, that's what I mean. Like, what, what are these two doing? Oh, like, I mean, we talked about this real quickly, I think, but. Um, if if the PS5 disk drive edition is five ninety nine, yeah, and the disk list is is four ninety nine, yeah, do you think they're deliberately just trying to send out the disk drive to to die? I, I wouldn't see Sony's strategy like that because Sony is much more. Sony always makes decisions. In my from my point of view, that seemed to be like, well, we don't want to offend anyone. We don't want to push anyone away. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think that's their, like, you know, Microsoft has a willingness sometimes to be ballsy, but then they usually end up going back on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Sony, I feel and like... And then they, then they end up Sony doesn't right. even take the risk to begin with. Yeah. Like, they're just like, we're going to make stuff for everybody, and, you know... Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean... It's it's well, and I won't be surprised if. Do, do you think the Series S stands a chance of being digital only? I think it'd be smart because then 
Well, because you know they're they're trying. If you to, can drive the price point even lower, I think you do it. They're trying to kill off discs because they don't want you to to be able to resell them. Yeah. They want to sell you a game and that. Well, there's a cost. The, the the delivery cost of producing a disc, may, you know, paying people to produce the disc. Yeah. Manufacture, sell, send them out everywhere around the world. Yeah, exactly. Versus, versus here's a download that you can't resell. If, if, yeah, exactly. And then if you buy that disc and then you sell it and then they sell it and then they sell it, well, you just cost them like four different sales. Yeah. So right. per person every time that happens yeah. on eBay, which happens all the time. Um, Digital is already towering over. Oh yeah. Physical. I think game most games. But this now, would just seem to be like. It, it has gone digital so quick. Like, yeah. at the beginning of this gen, I think it was like 20, 30% digital, maybe. Yeah. Now it's like 80% digital. You know what's funny? Is it's it, just so quick. In the 360 era, era, I started to adopt digital, and I was like, yeah, digital, you know, like, let's do this. And then a couple years into the Xbox One, I was like, no. <laughs> like... I'm going back physical. I, see, I had a phase where I was really into vinyl. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, like I, I was buying all these vinyl records and stuff. And after a while, I was like, why am I doing this? I'm never going to listen to the damn things. They have yeah. no practicality. Exactly. Um, I would listen to them. I would listen to them. From time But to it time. took such effort. Yeah. Like, exactly. I can just listen to stuff on my phone and it's a lot easier. And I... I know, it was nice to sell my record collection. I think I got like 500 bucks or something. So like that was cool, but it wasn't worth the effort mailing them all either. That was a pain, you know, mailing them all yes. and shipping them all. Yeah, that is extremely. And then you get the comments from the guy, you know, that bought it. You know, the corner of this one, the the case yes. was frayed yes. and like, oh. I want to send it back. Yeah. No, too bad. Send it back, and you won't get any money back. <laughs> right, so let's talk about on. Nintendo's. I guess people thought this was big. The three people that care about Nintendo anymore. I Nintendo's guess. big. So big Nintendo time. finally announced something coming out this fall. And it's basically a whole bunch of Mario collections, which in theory is fine, I guess. Um, you know, for Switch. But the thing that really threw me for a loop, which and I think this is the biggest crock of crap that there ever could be, is that these are limited time releases. You can only play them until March, or buy them until buy March. Them, yeah. Which is like, <clears throat> when I heard this, this made me think like, okay, well, they need to get good financial results for their quarter, which ends in March. Yeah. So, that, so they, they're that could be. forcing you to buy them quickly as possible or something. Like, you had a different thought, I think. My What's thought. Disney's strategy My here? thought is clever girl. Why? Clever girl. Why? Well, because you know... Disney has the famous strategy. No, of, I don't of, know. Uh, so, they, so, they have a famous me. strategy of the Disney vault. They only make their animated movies available for short periods of time. Yeah. And if you don't buy it, you're out of luck for years. But why is that good? Be, I mean, it's not. Well, from, from, <laughs> a, my point exactly. from a consumer perspective, it's, <laughs> it's not terrible. great. It's terrible. It's not great. But from Nintendo's perspective, like nobody is going to put this game on sale. Nobody. This game's gonna be sixty dollars the entire time it's available. Their games are sixty dollars all the time. Yeah, but they I mean, never put them on sale. They no, they don't. They, they dropped to forty. Forty, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but now forty dollars for an inferior well, version of a game that controls like then, Resident Evil on PS One. And then not only will you be buying at sixty guaranteed, 
you like there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna be like oh this is gonna be worth something someday so i'm gonna go buy it i'm gonna hold on to it you know like yeah, so there's anyway. gonna be people that won't anyway. even play the damn thing that are just gonna buy it first anyway. of all when I, as soon as i saw the footage of mario 64 i was ashamed yeah. i was ashamed that i ever played that game <laughs> yeah first of all i don't know if i can do it yeah second of all though it just I hate this. I totally, I literally despise them as a company at this point because, you know, here, here I've been advocating for like full backwards compatibility, you know, and like, you know, it's so great to be able to buy any game at any point. Yeah. And like, I've been like saying with Microsoft doing a great job. Now I can play Crimson Skies 20 years later. That's great. Yeah. And then here you got Nintendo that, oh yeah, we'll let you play our game if you pay $60 for it for three months. It's like, could you fly a middle finger in the face oh, wait, of your what fans? Do you mean? What, well, I mean, sixty dollars. If you buy it during within three like months, three months, yeah, right? Okay. You don't. Have, you don't only get it yeah, for three months. Yeah, not for three months. Um, but this Mario Battle Royale game—that's <laughs> literally the case. Yeah. For, well, I got a feeling maybe there's something else going on there. Like maybe there'll be somebody. I, I my my theory, putting the Q cap on, is that uh. They're gonna they're gonna launch a subscription service. Yeah, like another subscription service on top of Nintendo Online um, next year. Nintendo Online is what twenty dollars a, a year. Yeah. Um, which is by the way, if if Microsoft makes theirs free, make I think what, Nintendo free? Gold. Yeah, Xbox Live Gold. I think Sony's in trouble, but Microsoft or uh, Nintendo, I think, is they're fine because people are like, oh, twenty dollars, who cares? 20 bucks is in a whole lot exactly. for a whole year. Exactly. And you get like all those old Nintendo games. Yeah. Which so, nobody ever plays. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I do. <laughs> for what, five minutes? Yeah. I played, you know, it's funny. I played Super Mario World the other day. And that was the first time. Like, I'm not really picky. You know, like people that are like, oh, you know. My, is that my, the Super my, NES? My, yeah. My, my refresh rate is one millisecond, blah, blah, blah. That was like, a great game. I literally don't care. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's on there. And that's what I was playing. And I don't know if it was my TV or what, but that was the first time where I noticed where if I had jumped, it takes You're about a, a second. Yeah. It takes about a second to jump. It might have been my TV. I don't know. I don't have the greatest gaming it's TV. It's the crappy Switch is what it is. Um, I did like, you know, I, I really like this Mario Battle Royale concept. Not because it's just because it's a Battle Royale, but because it's Nintendo because it iterating. No, because it's Nintendo iterating. It's doing something new yeah. with with an old game, it's a new spin on an old game in one of their classic franchises, just like they did with Tetris 99. Yeah. Cool idea. Oh, yeah. My issue with it is that, yeah, it's only available until March. Like, and you to play it, you have to have a Nintendo Online subscription. That's yeah. the only way to get it. Is it out now? No. Oh, when's it coming out? October something. No. So, I don't, this, to, to me, as much as I have already been hating Nintendo and my Switch, this this week's announcements literally only made me hate them more because <laughs> it, 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 what they're doing is just so anti-consumer, and it's it's it literally I feel like they're literally capitalizing on the stupidity of parents <laughs> who don't know anything about the value of gaming. Like they know they'll buy their kid sixty dollar Mario games. Yeah. Just go do yeah. it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I'm just really you know I might buy this I might buy this um, only because I never played. but which one There's like four different collections the um, 3D 3D All Stars 
What's in the 2D All-Stars? I have no idea. Oh, no, that's that's available now. Um, I think we announced several collections, though. The 3D All-Stars has, has um, 64 Sunshine Galaxy. The reason I want it is I never played Galaxy, so... I did play Galaxy. It was pretty good. Yeah, and that's what I hear. Is I, I hear people all the time. And I never finished uh, Sunshine because I couldn't stand the controls. <laughs> so I'm praying to God that the controls are... The are, controls were not that bad. What was bad about that game was the camera. Yeah. And if you don't remember that, wait till you play well, it. Well, <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because I, I do... Um, I did look at videos. Yeah. And, I, man, I remember that game looking so good. When it, when it the graphics were incredible at the time. But now I'm like... Uh, the it? water and the paint effect was really good. Yeah, well, that's what I remember. Yeah. But looking at, at time, it now, at looking at time. it now, it's like, oh, that, that didn't really hold up so well. I mean, I, it still looks pretty good, but... This was... I really got screwed this week by both Nintendo and Sony because <laughs> I've been thinking about selling both consoles and, you know, my Switch and my PS4 at the last minute here get the 150 or 200 bucks out of it yeah and you know putting that money towards like uh you know a 3080 or something and so then nintendo announces this mario battle royale which i have to play right so and then sony announces that you know the new call of duty beta is you know out on ps4 first and it's like literally just trying to ruin my life these two companies are trying to ruin my life yeah I mean, you know, it's funny, like, as I wear this PlayStation shirt right now, um, I was ready to be on Team PlayStation 5. Like, I was I was ready. There's no reason. But after after this NVIDIA show, yeah, boy. There's no reason. It, I mean, all my enthusiasm for PS5 just went straight out the door. I did, you know, I did see some Cyberpunk videos this week that actually really piqued my interest. But you don't need a console to play them. Play it on PC. Yeah. It, and and the the number of yeah next gen games launching with either one of these is dismal. It's oh yeah, it's, yeah. And I'm I'm not even trusting like you know they gave us like oh 2021 oh 2022. Oh yeah, half those games will get mm, delayed. I'm not quite confident on a lot yeah. of that. Yeah. So here's a really different different type of story, and it reminds me of the Burger King story from last week. So I first noticed. There's an NBA player named Myers Leonard. He plays for the Heat. You know, he streams on Twitch a lot. And he has a pretty good following. So I think it was last year he joined FaZe, the the you know, the biggest gaming organization that there is. Yeah. Well, this just in the past two weeks, Ben Simmons of the 76ers joined FaZe. And then Bronny James, LeBron James' son, joined FaZe this week. And like, just what? What's your reaction to that? Like, what do you what do you make of like professional athletes joining? When you say join, what do you mean join? They invested in? Are they? No, they're they're playing games under the phase banner. They're streaming. Are they actually good enough to to be part of? The the thing is, is being part of a gaming organization doesn't mean you're pro gamer. Yeah, it means you stream basically yeah. and you you know you're so do they do associated they have, with do their they brand. have esports uh phase yeah oh sure yeah 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 okay that's kind of cool actually but but these i actually these, like that idea. these guys like like myers leonard you know the yeah he yeah, i think he's a center he might be a power forward um 
plays Call of Duty. He yeah. doesn't, you know. Um, do you think it's cool, or do you think it's... Because it, I have to wonder... No, I think that's extremely cool. From I think that's extremely From Bronny's perspective, do you, do you worry that here's potentially one of the most talented upcoming basketball players? Is, this, is something like this a distraction for him? No, probably not. No? I don't think so. I mean, it, it, well... I mean... Or, or Ben Simmons, who... You know, is widely blamed for not improving his game year yeah. after year. I mean, it could be, but being a being a disappointment. You know, if they made their living doing this, yeah, then what would it matter? Even I mean, yeah. like if Bronny, I mean, was it's like, their life. Ultimately. Yeah, exactly. If Bronny said, you know, I you know, yeah, I know I'm good at basketball, but I'd yeah. really rather just do this. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that'd be really angry. But yeah. Like you say, it's his life, and yeah. like, if he can make a nice living. I mean, what should he care? It's, I mean, it's a pretty big deal to join Faith. Like, well, it, it really an obligation is. To play it basketball. really is. Like, so. Well, I'm sure they're making exceptions here. Well, I'm not. You don't These have. To, you don't have to have people. skill, but that's what I mean, though. You immediately have an audience. Yeah. So, like, if you join Faith. But I love this. I, I think I. You know, it's a big deal. So he could make a living. Yeah. Streaming and be. I mean, part I, of I told you I've recently got into Formula One. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things I like about that is, um, and you see this more in European sports is like, you know, here you 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 play for your school, you play for your college, and then you go pro, yeah. like in a sport. So there's no real, and you know, if you're a fan, you know, you can buy a jersey and yeah. be a fan of that one team. Yeah. But like in Europe, like the team. Has you from like the cradle mm-hmm. to the to the to the end product. The <laughs> yeah, basically, basically. Like Bobby Bonilla. So I mean, like you can you can actually be a part. You can be a part of the team yeah. without being a part of the actual team. Yeah. You know, like you you can do more than just buy a shirt and sit in the stands. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's cool that you know you can actually be a part of the team without actually being on the team. The more this happens. I guarantee there's this sentiment is going to rise. And I haven't quite heard it yet, but I can guarantee you this is going to rise. A, you're going to see more people doing stuff like this. You're going to see musicians oh, joining yeah. pro gaming organizations. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that makes the value yeah, of these, these athletes. These well, gaming tells organizations you, enormous. Well, it does. It, it very much does. And FaZe is being smart by doing this. Yeah. Um, but you're going to hear you know, gamers and streamers getting pissed off by this because they're going to say, like, you're taking our spots, you know, like I yeah. was, I was going to get in a phase and then you took, you know, uh, LeBron's kid took my spot. <laughs> it's going to happen. Well, hold on. Do they the have celebrity like, took my spot. Do they spot. have some sort of cap on the number of people? No, no, but you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. You know, like they're, they're coming in and they're taking our space. See, I think this is extremely intriguing. Um, you know, like with Formula One, if you want to be part of the team without being part of the team, you can just go buy a car. You yeah. Know? Like you can buy a Ferrari or Mercedes, yeah. obviously not most people, but you know, if you're <laughs> yeah, you really, can, technically. if you're really a diehard fan, you could be a part of the team essentially. But this is even better because the, 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 uh, cost to entry is almost nothing. So flipping from, you know, athletics, pro athletics coming into the gaming space. Now we're into government and politics coming into the gaming space. Because Joe Biden's campaign, unbelievable that 
Joe Biden's campaign is the first person to do this. Yeah. Literally has <laughs> lawn is. signs and Animal Crossing. And not only that, but there is an in-game uh, Joe Biden villager in, in Animal Crossing. Is it New Horizons, right? Yeah. yeah. That, that's no. What, what's uh, the new one? Isn't it New, new Horizons? Horizons? I yeah. think so. Yes, it is. The other one was New Leaf. That, that was the... Uh, that was the DS was or whatever, DS right? One. Yeah, 3DS one. Uh, you have to wonder, what do you think? I'm kind of shocked that Nintendo allowed this, to be honest. Well, that's what I was... I mean, at first I was like, oh, you know, who cares? Yeah. But, uh, uh, then somebody else pointed out... Like, I mean, I don't care. Because yeah. I, I personally don't care at all. Somebody but, else pointed out that maybe there's legal things and and you know like are you advertising to children mm-hmm. i don't know why that would really matter for political campaign i mean to me it's just typical. you walk outside you'll see a lawn sign yeah to I me mean, it's just typical you know i think the only thing would be is um and no i don't i don't even think they would be they're not bound to if you're nintendo you may run the risk of if you allow one side, so to speak, to do it, and then you don't allow the other one, yeah. you run the risk of obviously alienating people. Yeah. But at the same time, they don't have a legal obligation well, to. Well, and there's there's the other really interesting thing is is Nintendo usually tries to stay completely That's what, I'm, that's what I mean. Like, I'm shocked Nintendo of all companies did this. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure that they really... I'm not sure they really have much of a recourse because... You know, you're free to do. Right. You know, like, he, he bought the game, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. And, you know, it's not offensive language. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What, what can they do? Yeah. And I, uh, yeah. It, it's, it's, it, it was just an interesting turn. I think it's very smart for his campaign to yeah. have done, because it got headlines, and here we are talking about yeah. it. Yeah. And, I mean, um, for Nintendo, I mean, as you say, here we are, we're basically advertising Animal Crossing. Yeah. And, and you know, I got to say Animal to Crossing. To a new audience. Animal Crossing, they, they now have, like, a talk show. They've got multiple talk shows, I think. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. I think with, Bill Spencer was on one. Yes. With, with triple A real celebrities. Yeah. Kind of, they, they, Selena Gomez was on it. <laughs> um, so it's just, you know, it's, it's so wild. And there yeah. were other big celebrities besides Selena Gomez. I can't think uh, of them. And that, see, that's probably what I think, you know. Nintendo's looking at Animal Crossing almost at this point as not for the first time in their life, probably, which <laughs> yeah. is smart. Well, not just a game, but a social platform. Yeah. And, when they, and you know, when you have that, things like politics are going to well, find their way in. Yeah, I'm sure Nintendo's already starting to think about that. Like, yeah. Because they could really push animal crossing basically to oh, be yeah. like the new facebook they almost. could yeah it's a um, virtual world yeah exactly virtual platform you know, like like social than, platform rather than just posting crap on a, a news feed you can you know you can garden or whatever and post your crap <laughs> um what a, oh that'd be a great quote on the front of the box <laughs> for you know, on the rather than just posting your crap you can garden while you post your crap um yeah, I mean, it would be real interesting. I, I don't think Nintendo's really savvy enough to pull it off. But, no, I don't either. But uh, the opportunity is obviously there. I think it's. I, I think that. I think it's more of a. I think this is more of a reflection of the times than yeah. it is like a Nintendo. Yeah, it's, strategy. it's really a happy accident. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this one is interesting. A few weeks ago, we were talking about you know some of the 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 boons, so to speak. 
of esports versus traditional sports and then some of the challenges of esports versus traditional sports and you know one of the things that was both a pro and a con was you know constant change and you know the games change the games update there's a million different things well call of duty league just wrapped up its first season and it by the end it was actually doing pretty well there was a lot of people watching this final final championship and um it, it, it really did. It really did do pretty well after starting not so great. So, hot, like literally, I think it was like the day after that Call of Duty League ended, and a lot of people feel that Modern Warfare as a game as a whole has really much not been good. Yeah. Um. So you know, Black Ops Cold War got announced, and it, and they finally confirmed the day after Call of Duty League season one ended, Black Ops Cold War multiplayer. Is 4v4. Modern Warfare's was 5v5. So this forces every pro Call of Duty team to cut at least one player from their team. And the, literally, the, so you know, the championship team, the team that just won the championship the day after, cut their most popular player he, the day after he won the championship. Wow. <laughs> not because he's he was he's not the best. He's their most popular. Yeah. Um. So. so uh, I've already got this. I got that this. doesn't happen in traditional sports. No, well, you don't. You don't find out that. Well, you know, you could have ten people on your team, and then, well, today you can only have eight. Oh yeah, that's true. So you got to get rid of two of them. That's true. Um, but I already got the solution to this. I already got the solution. Have you seen this guy before? <laughs> um, I've, I've got the solution. Here's the solution. All the cut players form their own team. Some of them might. Team Vengeance. Yeah, that'd be good. And they, The problem they is, to start a team, you think you need to invest $75 million. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just start a team. Well, see, you know, it's funny you say that because I was wondering. I was like, well, how do they how do they choose how many teams are in their league? Cause, $50 million to buy in. Because it really is, it's, it's it can't be that hard to really have a, an eSports team. It's $50 million. Well, I realized, you know, there's the entry cost. Yeah. But once you, once you get past that, I mean. Well. If you, you a copy of the game. It's really funny, the disparity. So I, I still look at... I know there's been plenty of other successful esports and tournaments and stuff, but I look at Overwatch League as the first one that that really used the franchise model and really fully commercialized it like a, like a, like a traditional sport. Yeah. The disparity in talent on those teams was insane. So you had a team... You had a team that went almost undefeated, and then you had a team that did not, literally, literally, yeah. did not win a single game. It was a joke. Like, they didn't belong in the league, but because the, they had an owner that had... The Cleveland Browns. Have, no, they didn't win a single game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know the Browns did that, say, too. The Cleveland Browns. But, but it was like, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah, I mean, you see that, especially in young leagues. Yeah. You'll see that quite a lot, actually, yeah. where, where you know, the difference between the best and the worst yeah. are, are massive. And, and like, you know, like I was saying, over in Europe, that's not really uncommon. I mean, it's kind of uncommon to see a team not win a single game. Yeah. But the difference between the best and the worst, like, yeah. they might as well not be in the same Remember league. Remember that year when it was, and literally until the end, we didn't know. And I can't remember if they did or didn't. The New Jersey Nets, we didn't know if they were going to win 10 games. Yes, that was like the worst NBA yeah, yeah, yeah. team. Yeah, um, 
But you know, th this was just—it was just an interesting development to me. That like here you have a, a you know a game that was literally at its peak, you know, finished on a high note, and then uh, the day after they made an announcement that oh wow, you know, well, changing it up quite a bit, and half of, not half of you, but you know, a lot of you were going to be out. And uh, but but the real the reality of it is, it's like I don't think it's going to scare people away because I mean, what's the alternative? You don't really have one. Yeah, uh, you know, if you want to be a pro gamer, you want to be a pro gamer, and you got to deal with the realities of it. Yeah, I was gonna say it must be strange just for the for the development team to be because you know every decision you they make, made that decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like knowing the repercussions. Yeah. Uh, now that it's really big money. Yeah. Like the money that these leagues are generating and yeah. stuff, like you know. So it just must be strange. And have writing on them. Yeah. Like, like if from, you fail. Like, yeah. I, we're going to lose hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, and it just changes. It really feels like it changes the the, the um, dynamics of the development. Yeah. Compared to, like, other games where, you know, like, especially in years past where they're like, okay, we're going to make this change because it's fun. Yeah. We, we think it's more fun. Right, right. Now they got to, like, add into the equation, well, how will this affect our league? See, a lot of games... Have and there's a lot of arguments about that as changes for the competitive scene versus everyday gamers because yeah. when you balance the game too much towards the competitive people, the everyday people stop playing because they can't enjoy it. Yeah. When you balance it versus the cash for the casuals, the competitives hate it because it's either you know it's it becomes too easy, it doesn't take skill. Yeah. And Fortnite has that issue. You know, like they have these tournaments. And then, like, the day before the tournament, you know, Epic adds airplanes into the game, which, you know, for the four-year-old kids, they love it. These esports pros are like, why do I have airplanes in my shooter? You know, like, this is yeah. stupid, you know? Yeah. So, it is a really interesting dynamic. Well, yeah, and I, I, I definitely get that there's going to be a rub there because, you know, when you make your game more for a casual audience, obviously it's going to it's going to take away the skill aspect. Right, right. You know, and it's going to it's going to add to the randomness, yeah. which is obviously not what somebody well, somebody that's trying to make their living on this and, game. And they're plus, not going to want randomness. You know, like certain things like the like you know how everything is with pros, they min max everything and they will exploit any little thing they can to win. Not I'm not saying they cheat. Yeah. But like competitive Apex when you watch it is a much different game than when like just standard apex like everybody hunkers down and like so in the final circle of apex there's usually like in a normal game like maybe like three squads maybe in competitive apex there's like nine there's like still like 30 people alive in this tiny circle <laughs> and it yeah how do you balance that? yeah like because one little change just slightly it's crazy yeah. not like it used to be it's not about fun yeah i, I mean yeah. it is but it's not because you have so much just, more writing on you. Yeah, and that's just, you know, that's just one more thing to think about. Yeah. Uh, I could totally screw up. For for next gen. <laughs> All of this. Yeah. Um, so this is this is a, you know, you and I have talked about IP here and there and uh, trademarks and so on and so forth. This was really interesting. We've also talked about wrestling a lot and how much has changed with with wrestling. So a few weeks ago news came out that a lot of WWE's talent was apparently trying to break out of jail, basically, and get away from WWE as fast as they possibly can. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Well, at this week it came out, just this week, 
Vince was hammering all of his talent, hammering them, telling them that they absolutely cannot engage with any type of third-party activity. So you can't, you know, we're talking about these other athletes streaming on Twitch and stuff. You can't stream on Twitch. You can't do videos on Cameo. You can't do anything. You, you're, you're, you are WWE talent. The only place that you can appear is WWE. I also recently found out, this is funny, Vince McMahon actually owns the IP to all these wrestlers' real names. Yeah. Not, not just, not just, you no, know, that seems like a bridge. Not too just far. mankind. He yeah. owns Mick Foley. Yes. And what do you? Like that's where when I was reading this on the on our sheet here, I was like, oh, I don't know about that one. Like, yeah. They're fake names. Okay, I can see that because WWE develops that to a certain extent. Yeah. And when you sign on the line, you know, even if even if the wrestler themselves develop the the yeah. name, when you, when you sign on the line, I'm sure that's in there. Like, yeah. The name's going to stay own with, Yeah, like yeah. the name and the likeness, that's going to stay with us. Yeah. And I get that. That's fine. But their real name, and this this is also something that, like in college sports, really bothers me. It's like, you you shouldn't be able to, to own somebody else's real name. Legal name. Yeah, real yeah. name and likeness. You know, like, they should own that. So, like, yeah. you know, I can understand, you know, if you don't want them to go out there and say, you know, I'm a, I'm a, Notre Dame football player or, or I'm the undertaker. I get that, but they should be able to go out there and say, I'm Mick Foley. I'm, you know, yeah. whoever and sell their own likeness for, and do whatever they want. Well, and the thing that I really don't get, and this tells you how far, you know, Vince McMahon was at one point a genius in a lot of ways, but how out of touch this guy is, he's telling these people that they can't go out and uh, and seek other audiences in any way. Yeah. Because he thinks that's harming WWE. Yeah. I would argue the exact opposite. Yeah. That WWE absolutely needs to reach new audiences. I agree. And they should be encouraging it. I agree. And I would say, um, yes. Like If, if The it, Rock was streaming on Twitch while he was wrestling, yeah. that's only going to help. Jeez. It'd be, yeah, it would be huge. It would have been enormous. Um, and then, Or, or um, Stone Cold. Any of them. Any of real has, has an enormous podcast. Yeah, you know, like right. People like hearing him talk and yeah. you know, his thoughts and whatever. So why wouldn't you leverage that? And that and that's the other thing is if you're going to do this, if you're going to say this then, well, why don't you create like a portal? You know, like yeah, yeah. That's here's WWE on Twitch. Here's WWE that's on, a good point. on all of these things. So that way they can do this. And, you know, like, that way Come they can podcast on the WWE channel. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Twitch, whatever. The problem probably is, I think you probably just hit it on the head without without meaning to, um, he probably saw somebody like Stone Cold start a podcast. Yeah. And he knows that people are listening to Stone Cold's podcast instead of watching WWE. Yeah. And that really rubs in the wrong way, well, I'm, I'm sure. Well, that's what I'm saying is, like, why don't they create, like, a portal for, for these people yeah. to, to reach out? Why don't they sign a deal with Stone Cold to do his well, they, podcast on the WWE I Network think they or did. whatever? I you think know, they, but stuff I think like that. Um, like, deals like that. Yeah, I think it goes under a different name when, when he's on the WWE. Um, but, yeah, I mean, 
rather than seeing this as a threat, why not embrace it? And because you can put your WWE name on oh, this yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, sure. It just it seems and, silly. And, it seems out of touch. And like, yeah, kids these days don't care about WWE. So let the wrestlers, the talent that you have, reach the kids however exactly. they can. Where they and are. let that be their entryway, exactly. the gateway into W. At the end of their stream or whatever, hey, come watch my match tonight. Like you know, nobody, like, nobody is buying pay per views anymore, Vince. Like, no. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, if you send your wrestlers onto a cable TV channel, nobody's watching that either no. anymore. You know, certainly not the demographic you're after. So why not put them where the audience is? So it's just. Do you know who one of the only wrestlers is whose name and likeness isn't owned by WWE? Hulk Hogan. It's The Rock. Really? Yeah. Could you imagine if he couldn't use his name, The Rock, when he left WWE? Because people well, didn't start calling him Dwayne Johnson until like 10 years after yeah, he started but, acting. But the thing is, like, okay, if The Undertaker went and did something else, yeah. and he doesn't have the right to be called The Undertaker, everybody's still going to call him The Undertaker. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. that's never going to change. Yeah, like, it doesn't that's matter. True. Um, that's true. It doesn't matter what the legal, yeah. you know, everybody but is. But John Cena. He, I saw him on, I think it was like Howard Stern or Joe Rogan's podcast. He was saying, yeah, Vince owns the name John Cena, and that's my real name. <laughs> See, like, I, I don't know how that's legal. That, He's like, that's, that's what my legal. mother named me. That shouldn't be legal. Yeah, I, I think it shouldn't be either. That, that's how can you copyright somebody's somebody else's their legal name? Identity. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's insane. All right, so we got some Godspeed stories, and some of these might not quite be Godspeed, but we'll go, we'll go through them. Shout out to Wild Bill, who we can't uh, we can't yep. ding today. Give, give Wild Bill another plug. You, you reading first or am I reading first? That's right. We're keeping tabs. What's that for Wild Bill? Wild Bill, how many plugs? And... <laughs> Send you a bill. Yeah. He was code God mode on Wild Bill. So <laughs> <laughs> make sure you purchase it from lame.com. Uh... It'll be a first surprise. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't have soda on <laughs> wildbillsoda.com. Boy, I wonder what's on lame.com. I hope it's family friendly. <laughs> well, that was on Shaq's podcast, too. I better look this lame. up. Lame.com. <laughs> you don't remember that? Yeah. This is lame.com. No, I remember. Oh, man. There's one thing that I will never do. I'm telling you, <laughs> we will never accept a stupid Manscaped sponsorship. Oh, I don't care God. how much they offer us. We will not take it. We will not take it. Uh, okay. Gearbox will be sharing the future of Borderlands next week. Do you think they're going to announce the new Borderlands game, or are they just going to be making um, content for Borderlands 3 forever? Well, since we're not going to this, um, no, they won't announce a new game. Because we won't we won't arrive five minutes too late to see it. To get in the room. Um so it'll probably be some sort of expansion. It'll be turd, yeah. I mean, look how long it took them to make three. three. Like, there's I no way. I still don't understand why three took so long. Me neither. Because Gearbox hasn't been making anything else. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I, I don't know either. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Or no, no it's not the other D&D. And Dragon. <laughs> the other D&D. Dan and Dave of Game um, of Thrones fame. New Netflix series, Three Body Problem. Ryan Johnson involved. Are you excited for... The three body problem. I heard this is a really good book series, a really yeah. wild book series. Yeah. I don't know. Part of me was intrigued because because <laughs> right up until Dan and Dave. Well, well, at, well, because at first I was like, well, when they were adopting the books closely for those first few seasons, that they did true. do a good job. This is true. So 
I was like, you know, maybe they maybe can. that's maybe that's a thinking too. Is like, yeah, okay, this series don't give them original material. This series is done, yeah. so like this is okay. <laughs> Remember, the, Netflix they is, can handle Netflix this. is paying them huge money, so they yeah. better deliver. Well, I mean, you know, it's funny you said because I was thinking the other day, like, you know, I I just I think it's like a hundred. I just picked million. up Netflix again for the first time in several months, yeah, and I'm just flipping through and I'm like, all oh, this stuff's trash. <laughs> like literally, they don't have anything. They've got that new gaming documentary series. Yeah, high like score. That's a, but they, like they don't. I mean, compared to HBO, they're nothing. They're nothing. Oh, I agree. I mean, HBO has the highest quality of not quantity, but quality like, of any network. I feel like Netflix falls into like popular TV shows. Yeah, but they're really not high quality. Besides for like Stranger Things, Net, Netflix is. They have plenty of other good shows. I mean, they but do. They're, but they've got. They the, got good documentaries. The volume of bad shows compared to good ones is. Not great. Whereas HBO, pretty much anything you watch on there is pretty good. Exactly. So, you know, I just want to see them crank out something. Because Stranger Things, like we've been saying, is going to end soon. Well, they've just added more seasons, apparently. And then what? Um, Ubisoft released a coffee mug with the handle inside the mug. (laughs) I saw an article speculate that this was done on purpose because Ubisoft is that desperate for attention. (laughs) Well, I was gonna say this is this is really um, Ubisoft in the year 2020 at this point. Like, oh they just, God! They they can't get out. How of does way. that happen? Yeah, I know. How this wasn't like one an accident. The whole line was manufactured with the. Yeah. How did how did somebody not stop and look at it and think? Mm, yeah. These don't look right. Yeah. Job well done. Yeah. Let's go get lunch. Uh, next one's you. Uh, a song by Doctor Disrespect played in the arena. During an NBA playoff game this week. Yes. Did you, did you see this? I did. He was also in the digital crowd. Is that the arena or it was in like a arena? Like no, it was during the the Rockets uh, Thunder game. Like he calls his, his yeah, not his arena. It's arena. always playing in his arena. Yeah. But this was the in the NBA playoff. So literally, the camera was on Chris Paul's face during a timeout, and a Doctor Disrespect <laughs> song was was playing. Um, there is currently a crazy taxi clone mode in as a limited time event happening in Fortnite right now. Will this finally convince Sega to make a new crazy taxi? Well, game? you know, my first thought was everybody else continues to cash in on Sega. I know. <laughs> like Except them. Like, how is Sega? They are the I, stupidest I company on the face I, of the planet. I really want to go to their office because right now, like, all their, all their, properties are literally just well later later on we got netflix and crunchyroll yeah. or is it netflix it's uh, crunch crunchyroll crunchy adult swim yes are making a shamu anime yeah a few weeks ago we had that you know straight up jet set radio game being yes. made by a different developer exactly oh. and, and then shinmu you know was like a, a renegade Sega has to literally be streets one of, the, of rage one of four. the dumbest companies streets of rage Four, another sega property but that one's not associated oh with God. sega you know, like all these, pro- and look at, I mean, like all, all of it is generating Don't you think huge excitement. I would love, I would absolutely love to have seen the contract that Sega signed to have that Sonic the Hedgehog movie made. Because my guess is they made almost no money off of it and the studio <laughs> made everything. They made, Sega probably got paid like $50,000. Oh my God, it's probably true. And, and you know. Probably like two sticks of bubble gum. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, I don't know. They probably got their rent paid in their headquarters like a, and, for a, a couple of months. a pat on the head or something <laughs> like that. Somebody actually bought them a real hedgehog. It's just, it's, it's so amazing. It's so amazing. Like, 
how do they how do they look out at the scene right now and see all the hype for all their old games and think, yeah, you know, that was a good idea to let all this stuff go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, Cyberpunk is launching Rockstar. There's four different cans of Rockstar coming out that have Cyberpunk designs on them. Does that make you excited for Cyberpunk? So let me get this straight. <clears throat> Cyberpunk is on Rockstar. Halo is on Monster. Is yes. That... And Sonic is on G Fuel. Oh, well, G Fuel. I'm sorry, G Fuel, but you, you, you're the weakest link in this. G Fuel. Well, <laughs> that flavor is incredible, by the way. Uh, that, have to try so, it. that Sonic. It I'll really is. It. Well, actually, yeah. I mean, I'm not even supposed to say those other energy drink companies out loud by contract. <laughs> I just violated my contract. Uh, Sorry, guys. We'll have, to, we'll have to edit that out. Um, yeah, no, that's kind of cool, though. I, I wonder what the designs are for this. I, I hope it doesn't just say Cyberpunk. No, no, they show it. I've seen them. They're pretty cool. Okay, so uh, maybe I'll pick that up. I, I'm cool. really starting to wonder how good Cyberpunk's going to be. It's going to be interesting I mean, I to don't, see if it delivers. I have my expectations in check. Yeah. Because looking at the gameplay, I realize it's not going to... Well, not gonna, you know, lately I've been looking at it and I'm thinking, wow, this does look pretty good. So, well, I've gone very back and forth. Do you remember, that, do you remember that game Deus Ex? Like yes. Way back oh, on, yeah. on the original I've, Xbox? I played multiple Deus Ex games. That's what I'm expecting, really. It, yeah. You know, an okay game. It, I, mean, I think it'll, it'll be a lot more action-packed than Deus Ex. I think the universe will be a lot more interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, it might just well, be more interesting to sorry, Deus Ex fan. Walk around and see what's going on, um, but that's really all I'm hopeful for. Production halted on uh, the Batman as Robert Pattinson contracts COVID nineteen. The Rock and his entire family also infected. How many COVID has come for Hollywood? How many? You know, I really think that after 2020, having, you know, all these things delayed, we're going to see so much stuff released That's what in I was 2020. Saying. It's going to be just a slaughter. That like, is exactly Constant games, movies, TV shows, books. I was like, well, on the flip books. side, like, when this shit finally blows over, we should have, like, one of the greatest years of entertainment there's ever been. It's going to be nuts. It really because is. Because everything's just been crammed back and, you know. Yeah. Tenet didn't save movie theaters, so something else has to. <laughs> yeah, I saw those numbers. $20 million over 11 days. What did they expect? They still should. You know, I was talking to Chris, actually, who went to film school. So, you know, he really likes the theater and you know everything. And he was saying, I was saying, why didn't they just release this digitally? You know, like, this is so stupid that they held out thinking that they would be the saviors of cinema. Yeah. And, and, and what he said was, well, they, if they launched it digitally, word probably would have got out that it's not that great of a movie. It's not bad, I'm sure, but it's not, you know, mind-blowingly great. Well, and then nobody went would have went to the theater and saw it. Well, if they did digital and then theater later down the road. Well, well, yeah, that's the thing is, I think once you release it digitally, you don't don't bring it to theaters. Oh, oh there's market for it. Like they they've even been releasing like 20 year old movies in the theaters, and there's people that go see. Yeah, it. like you could do it. But I think I think well, here's the thing: is some of the theaters are already open. Yeah. So I think if you're gonna release it digitally, because like you say, word of mouth. Yeah. If you're going to release it digitally, it just wouldn't make sense, to, especially since it's not getting good word of mouth. Yeah. 
It just wouldn't make sense to put it in If it was an amazing movie. Yeah, you could probably do it. You could probably yeah. pull it off. Yeah. But and, it, that, and Chris, that's what Chris was saying. Is that's why they didn't do it. Because they knew it wasn't that but great. But I'll take, I still take slightly the flip side because 20 million ain't that much. That's what I mean. And I think you could have made more like releasing I mean. it digitally. Because now when they release it digitally, I mean, it, it works both ways. Yeah, because now when they release it digitally, there's going to be people who well, don't buy it digitally because they heard that it, that it wasn't that great. Well, yeah. And well, for me, the, the issue is, is like, well, now it's got bad word of mouth. It's in theaters. Like some people aren't even going to want to try to go to the yeah, theater yeah and it's got bad word of mouth so right it's, it's so just now gonna be, when it comes out digitally you'll be like yeah exactly like so now you really screwed the pooch yeah i think, <laughs> I, I think you know they gambled i think they yeah. gambled there was no they, right answer yeah Should, they gambled. In, their, in their defense there's yeah. no playbook for it, it's easy to look back yeah but they gambled and i think they lost i just love all the memes about i keep seeing all these memes about nolan pointing really far away and it, it always has text about is this where you want us to put the how far you want us to put the mic from the actor because you can never hear the dialogue because they yeah. mix he mixes the music way too loud yeah and i don't know why it's in every freaking movie he does um the other thing is is he keeps hiring tom hardy who mumbles all of his dialogue <laughs> and that doesn't help did he do the bane voice god only knows um this is this was really it's not really surprising but it's amazing to see confirmed and think about. iOS users make up one third of the Fortnite user base, yeah. and that's just nuts. Yeah. Like this really drives it home even more. Yeah. What was Epic thinking? Yes. Like why in the world? Yeah. Wouldn't you prefer seventy percent over zero? Yeah. It's. It's definitely the, quite the gamble. And I don't know. Maybe they thought they smelled blood in the water. And maybe they thought, like, well, you know, Congress is grilling them on this. We got them on the ropes. Let's just, you know, maybe if we... Just turn the blade. Yeah. If, if we push it a little bit, they'll yeah. probably back down. Because, you know, they saw they saw Apple back down from Amazon. So they're probably thinking, well, we can make them back down, too. And that didn't happen. <laughs> and now they're, you know, now they're really in deep. Um, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. I mean, to their credit, I, I don't think Apple will keep them off forever. No, probably I think, not. I think it's, it's really posturing on both sides. Like, yeah. Apple wants them be, to be back. Cause it's, it's they probably, don't want their, their user base complaining that they can't play exactly. Fortnite. And you would think. It, it's probably one of the most important properties to their younger user yeah, base. Yeah, so for sure. It's kind of important to them. So I don't think they're gone forever, but still just gone a dumb for, a for me. Yeah, I mean, their revenues are certainly going to be down, like oh, yeah. compared to where they've been. And it's just amazing to me how iOS always punches so far above. Where, like, you look at the percentages. They're, yeah, they're probably like twenty percent of the market, but they make up thirty-three percent of this. They make up over half of all like digital, yeah, mobile orders. Yeah. For, you know, for apps and whatever. Like, that's insane. So Starbucks sipping rich kids. Exactly. Must be. This one's Realms. Here. Realms Deep 2020 went down today, and a whole bunch of retro FPSs were revealed. It was pretty awesome. I did, I, I looked into everything, and, uh, you know, 3D Realms announced the new game. There was a new, just all these, like, 
Doom and like Quake and Unreal style, like that like style of game. Yeah. That's what all this was. Like yeah. uh, New Blood was, you know, had a bunch of games. You, it's just really cool. Where you shoot them out of a, what was it, a jet engine onto an ice rink? What game was that? Uh, Unreal. Unreal Tournament. Like was it? 2003 was it? or something. That was the console one, I think, that they made. I can't remember. They made, they made, I gotta I was, be honest. It was called like Unreal Championship. I've always hated tournament. I've always hated those games. Oh, I love them. I hate how fast they move. Well, I hate it. I hate Most it. I hate of these it. ones are single player. Yeah. There was only one multiplayer game revealed. Yeah. But I love those games. Love I, it. I just hate how fast they move. I, I love I that. like slower, methodical. Oh. Oh. You, you, they revealed during, during, this was during the Game Awards. <laughs> this blew my mind. And I, and I literally like was like looking at the camera like a hundred times and watching the gameplay. They reveal somebody revealed a first person, a turn based first person shooter. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, what in the, what, how, what, how, are, what that, yeah. How does that work? And they showed footage and I'm watching it and I'm going, I still can't figure out what this game is. It's like the most bizarre. I, yeah, I still don't yeah, get it. Like, and and it's, it's called like, I think it's called Lemons Gate, which is a weird name. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Amazon Music now features artists' Twitch streams right in the Amazon Music app. That's pretty smart. I think it is. That's pretty clever. And, you know, we were talking about streaming. I think this is one of the reasons that Twitch is in good position to stay, you know, live streaming king. Because they have this whole Amazon ecosystem to play in. Uh, you know, they've got Amazon Prime giving all their members... Uh, what do I call it? What do I call it now? Uh, Prime Gaming. Yeah. You know the subscription for free. Yep. Um, they've got they've got ties now into you know Amazon Music. Uh, they've got a, they, you can you can watch Amazon Video on live stream with your friends now, um, whereas you know and not get copyright struck. So I I I think. It's a good move. They're just yeah. gonna, they're going to keep pulling extra people into Twitch by putting Twitch elsewhere. I feel like Amazon they're they're really good at this stuff. Like yeah, leveraging what they already have. Yeah. for for other things. Yeah, like YouTube. I, I don't think you know. Like you look at Google and YouTube. I don't think they've quite nailed that. No, they're not as good at it. And I mean Facebook. They're probably a little bit better than at least Google. Facebook just puts it all in one place. Yeah, but yeah, and I think they have but, a, they have but, a structuring issue. Their problem is you everything gets buried. Exactly, you can't find anything. It's a structure issue. Yeah, like they they are pretty good about leveraging it, but they're not so good in structuring it. Yeah, like like Amazon is like because this is just brilliant. It's mm -hmm. simple, and it, it just it'll do a lot to promote both services. Oh yeah, sure. So so. Coming up in the next month or so, we've got four, well, there's going to be even more conferences because we've got Sony and Microsoft who will hold next-gen conferences at some freaking point, who knows when, to announce their price and release date. Yep. And maybe Silent Hill, if it ever actually oh, existed. That, that's, that is by far the game I'm most hopeful for. Yeah. It'll come out 10 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, really, I truly feel like the Megaton is dead. It really is. Yeah. The Megaton is dead. Yeah. It sort of feels like And it never was alive. Do you remember how many years back in the day it was like, they're going to have a Megaton this year, everybody. I'm trying you to know, think. Nintendo's dropping the Megaton well, you know, this year. And there never was. That, do you remember that Sony 
E3 where the Dream E3, as it was called. Which one? The one where they announced Shinmu 3. Um, Last Guardian was <laughs> Last Guardian was back from the dead. Yeah. And um, Final Fantasy 7 remake. Yeah. And like those were supposed to be, at the time that was considered like a megaton. And all of them were done. Yeah. Now you look, you, look, you like they came, they went. I mean, Final Nobody Fantasy, cared. Final Fantasy remake did did okay. Yeah, did okay. Like yeah. it didn't like the world. The Last Guardian has been totally forgotten. Uh, Shamu three, nobody cared about to begin with. I, I feel like after hyping it up for almost a decade, nobody gave a damn. Doesn't seem like though. There, there just really isn't that big blockbuster game anymore. There Maybe are. it's just we're, we're older. Well, there aren't many games. There's more games to play than ever, yeah. first of all, on more platforms than ever. There's mo- there's new types of games still being. There's more ways to play. Uh, you know, graphics are better than ever. But yeah, but that's there's what I mean. retro games. Like but when when a new Final Fantasy came out when we were kids, was that huge. was a big deal. Yeah. When a new Metal Gear Solid came up, that was a big, deal. like yeah. huge deal. Like I don't yeah. think I don't think kids today can understand. <laughs> well, I think it's because a there's there's so many those, games. Well, there's so many games, but those those you know, what we now call quadruple A games are few and far between. Yeah, you don't see them anymore. Yeah, that's true. And, and well, I feel like the bar has been raised to the such bar, a point. You can't even achieve it, I don't think. Yeah. Like, it, if you really want to be a standout game, you need to be like Naughty Dog tier. But even, even I was thinking about this a few weeks ago. The Last of Us 2 did not have the impact that the first game had, even half of it. Yeah. It's come and gone That's already. That's true. When The Last of Us came out, people were talking about that game for years. Yeah. The Last yeah. of Us 2 has already been moved on from. It's literally, yeah. yep, played it. Yeah, done. it seems like we've really moved more to the space where, you know... If it's not... Just keep playing all the time. Yeah, if it's not like a Fortnite game, yeah. if it's not... you know, Destiny. Like, it's just going to come and go. Yeah. Like, it it yeah. doesn't really resonate the way it used to. Yeah. And, th- and that's why, and I've been saying it for a while, I think these shorter, especially if you want to tell a narrative game, these shorter, like, intimate, like, indie games yeah. are the way to go. Because yeah. you can have your really impactful story and sell your game for 10 bucks yeah. and not build some enormous insane yeah. $50 million game and uh, it will stick with people. You could have that same, yeah. you know, it kind of saddens me though, because it was kind of cool to get hyped for. It was just different times. Yeah. It was, it was fun. And that's, the thing, that's what hurt, hurt me so much about the Halo infinite delay was that was the game that had me truly hyped. Because yeah. it takes me back to being a kid. So, like, I wonder, is it is it because we're not kids anymore? It might or, be. Or I don't know. But, see, the kids, I don't think the so, kids today aren't looking forward to the next blockbuster game. They're looking forward to the next season of Fortnite. Exactly. That's what I mean. They don't. They don't. They're, they're not really dazzled by it. We live it. In, the, in meme culture. Yeah. You know, it's, it's what's, what's the moment, yeah. not what's the experience. Yeah. It's what is funny and hot. Right this second. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. If, I don't think we'll ever be able to put that one it's just, back it's, in the it's just back in the of, jar. It, it's always ironic to me that you know Silent Hill would get a lot of people hyped. It, it's like a used that that saying. There's only two tragedies: wanting something and getting it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We we finally arrived at like the 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 amazing graphics yeah. future. And it sucks because like, it's not uh, yeah, it's not as good as when the graphics suck. The games are the same. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, when the graphics suck. So I mean, even even you know, people look at Nintendo as you know magical. What is what is Nintendo making that really captures you these days? That's true. Not anything. They really they really do right. And I'm not saying that they're I'm not saying that they're like bad quality. No. At all. I'm not saying that at all. But like, do you really feel that magic anymore? You no. Know? I, I, and maybe true. it's just because we're older. Maybe that's it true. is just because that, we're that's older. That's also true. But I I think there is a difference, and and I think like they've. And this is true for almost everybody at this point. Like, there's there's this, like, corporate culture yeah. that I think ends up strangling creativity yeah. over time. It really has saddened me several times because there's games... Like, I'm going to use Luigi's Mansion as an example. I loved the first Luigi's Mansion. I look back to that, and I think about, you know, being excited for the GameCube, the new console, you know, better graphics. I really... You know, there was a lot of stuff in that game. The audio of that game was really great for the time. Yeah. It felt like Oh yeah. Awesome. So I have I still think back to this day, I'm like, man, I love Luigi's Mansion. And so then when Luigi's Mansion three gets announced, I am seemingly excited. Yeah. But when it comes around You're like, yeah. I don't care. Forget it. Yeah. I'm like and that that kind of makes me sad because yeah, like yeah, yeah. I should I want with every fiber of my being to play this game. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I don't care at all. Well, to me, the 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 frustrating part with modern Nintendo is, and I don't even mean just Nintendo. I just use them as an example. Well, yeah, but I, since since we've started on Nintendo, I'll just continue. Like, if you look at Paper Mario, yeah, that's a game that frustrates me a little bit because on the one hand, it looks great. It looks great. I mean, the game looks phenomenal, but by all indications, like they took the stuff that people liked the most and they threw it away because because the truth is is in 2020 they realize they can reach more people if they take that stuff away and and you know essentially water the game down just Mm -hmm. to reach more people and i don't know like that that type of mentality that that kills me shamu 3 is another perfect example of that though you people played a game 20 years ago and they loved it. Yeah. So surely, you know, of course you wanted Shamu 3. Of course. Everybody wanted Shamu 3. They got it. And then they found out, eh, I really don't want Shamu 3. Yeah. Like, it sold, like, nothing. It sold, like, well, literally nothing. I think there's a little bit of difference there. Like, the Shinmu formula, like, the world moved on. You know, like, we... we oh, yeah. We, we got a better formula. Oh, yeah. But this is a, this is a case where... But I, even if Shamu 3 was a quadruple a next gen game do you yeah. think it would have done much better mm, not much not Shinmu, much. you know it's funny you you brought up luigi's mansion shinmu 3 for me is that game where i look at it and i, sh- I think yeah. to myself i should be over should the moon play this. Yeah. i should be over the moon about this game and i just look at it and i know if i play it, i'll be disappointed there's certain things about game and, and i'm 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 happy and sad that like i'm kind of very self of self-aware of my own habits because i like i'm just gonna use luigi's mansion again you know like part of me wants to buy it so then i'll be like oh i'll play it you know i'll play luigi's mansion 3 but i know as soon as i start playing it and like those stupid text menus come up and stuff like those conversations i'm gonna get impatient and it's gonna (laughs) turn me off and like you know like just little things like that It, it 
it makes me sad that I know that because then I don't play the games. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, well, it saves me from spending $60 on something I'm not going to play. Yeah, that's true. Um, but for me, I mean, like getting back to Shinmu, like I can actually remember specifically like the first time I saw Shinmu. Yeah. And the, like it was on this video game TV show. It was like the middle of the night. It was probably like two o'clock in the morning, actually. And I had the TV on, and I was on AOL. Probably looked unbelievable. I was on AOL Instant Messenger. (laughs) Um, Two o'clock in the morning. There was a and there was this video game show. Like kids today aren't going to understand this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To find a video game show on On, in the middle of the night, especially anytime. Like you would watch it. Yeah, it just felt like I had discovered gold. Yeah, you know, like yeah. And Shinmu was on there, and I'd never seen Shinmu before this. And it looks so cinematic. Like, there was nothing like this before. It yeah. looks so cinematic and so epic and just so different from mm-hmm. anything I'd ever seen before. Like, I can still remember. I can remember everything about it. It was it was a segment where he's trying to sneak in past this guard. And there's a flashlight on, like, you know, it's like a little guard station. There's a flashlight out on the counter. And he's sneaking underneath it. And his back hits hits the top of the counter as he's sneaking underneath and the flashlight tips over and it starts to roll, which starts a QTE, uh, quick time. Yeah. Quick time events in the beginning seemed amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, Oh my God, we can now just watch cutscenes now. Yeah. We can play them. And you had to do a quick time event to catch the flashlight before yeah. it hit the ground and alerted the guard. Yeah. And, and like, that's how much it meant to me that probably 20 years later, at least, I can still remember yeah, yeah. exactly what was on the TV right. in the middle of the night. Yeah. The first time I saw it. <laughs> and that's what I think about when I think about Shinmu. Like just how cool that night was and how cool the game looked. And so Well, you're gonna get to watch the anime series. I, I might, guess. I might, I might watch the anime and I might I might actually And see play that's the me. other thing too. I mean TV shows and movies now are the same are yeah are really the same way. I watch all these trailers and I'm and I'm like, man, this looks really good. Yeah. And I don't end up watching nine out of ten of them. Exactly. But I I know I'd probably enjoy it. I think. Yeah. But I know that I I won't take the time to actually watch it. Well, and that's true. I mean, like there's all these games and movies and stuff that I own. I I don't even play or watch. Oh yeah. Just because I have so many options now that. You know, even though I think I'll like them, I, I just can't get to them. Yeah, it really and is. And that's, that's sort of like the bane of... <laughs> modern, modern entertainment. entertainment, yeah. Yeah. Like to the one, I mean, we arrived at the fantasy, but it's just not... Yeah. That's not what we The reality isn't as yeah. good as you hoped. It's the Wizard of Oz. We got everything at our fingertips, and... It's and not that moth. exciting. In the small... It's a bat. It's about to fly into the Jesus air conditioner. Christ. It's a bird that's about to it's fly into the air conditioner. All right. Well, All right. coming up, we've got, in addition to those uh, Sony and Microsoft conferences, Ubisoft is this week. That'll either be totally laughable or, I don't know, maybe we'll see something. PAX Online, Tokyo Game Show, and MineCon Mine is now called Minecraft Live for the three people listening that... Oh, I shouldn't say that. Minecraft's actually huge, so... Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Minecraft, it just sort of exists. Yeah. You, you, you feel like the hype's gone, but then you look at the numbers... The and numbers like, are nope. higher than ever. Nope. Yeah, that exactly. Minecraft, that Minecraft Dungeons game exactly. that came out, too, was doing really, really well. Yeah. 
So I really I'm interested in Ubisoft's. I I am I also thought so first when Gamescom came along, I thought maybe Sony and Microsoft would use that as their platform to announce the price. Yeah. And then I saw Tokyo Game Show coming, and I thought, well, maybe that's where we'll get, you know. But Microsoft confirmed, you know, we're coming to Tokyo Game Show, we're bringing all this stuff. Not a single bit of it is next-gen. They said that flat out. We're not showing any next-gen stuff at Tokyo Game Show. Well, it's the end of September, guys. I mean, come on. What the, what is going on? I know. I know. And it's supposed to be coming in November. Yeah, well, well, originally it was going to be out through the last week of August. Yeah. Could you imagine asking all these people, going back in time, and being like, you know, they're planning on having the actual console out in August, and telling them, well, you know, you might actually not even have announced your price or release date <sighs> yet in September. They'd have been like, oh, no way, no, <laughs> you know, like, that's not possible. Yeah. Yeah, right, good joke. Well, I guess again. Welcome <laughs> to 2020. Yeah, exactly. It's just funny to me that like we, there was a lot of excitement. Like 2020, wow, that's it's like the Jetsons. This sounds like the future. Boy, well, if this is the future, <laughs> please, please, we need help. You have no idea, John. John Connor, if you're out there listening, <laughs> the machines like, have struck, and we really need something to come back and old, save us. I, I always think back to like the Twilight Zone. Because, you know, the Twilight Zone came out early 60s. And, boy, they, they thought they were the greatest. They, they thought, like, there's so many episodes where somebody from the past comes to the yeah. 1960s and is just blown away by the technology. <laughs> oh, you know, this is amazing technology. And, of course, now we look at it and we think, you know, that's cute. Big deal. Yeah. Um, but I just get the feeling like, God, I wish I could go back in time and be like, man, you guys have no... No idea what's about to happen. <laughs> like, and none of it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so. Somebody said to me at the gym today, I can't believe how many things that have happened in the last five or so years have revealed how stupid our society is. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. It's really sad, isn't it? Like, it does sort of feel like society is sort of broken down. It's just getting less collectively intelligent. Yeah. We're going the opposite way. Yeah. We have access to more technology and knowledge than ever, but we seem to be less capable of handling it. Yeah. And I think maybe that's part of the issue is I don't know. I don't know what the issue is completely, but it's not good. And this is way off topic, but I listened to, <laughs> I listened to uh this video the other day. It's a YouTube channel. I think it's called uh I can't remember, it's like text to speech something or other and it's like the 17 the 17 most unbelievable cosmic theories or the 17 scare, scariest cosmic theories or something like that and uh god there were some truly scary theories not just because they're scary but because they're so stupid that people believe them <laughs> Oh my God! There, there. The I think I think I texted you the one was like the Beatles never actually existed because oh, there's no God. good footage of them or something like that. That wasn't in there. That was like a related video that yeah. I found in the rabbit hole that I had this, fallen down. Was the Mandela effect in there? That was not in there. I was trying to think of the one that I was actually going to tell you just now. I think I could. You know, I had an 
I had an idea of, you know, we always pick on the Mandela effect, but I think I actually have a good idea on how you could, you could tell a story where you could explain the Mandela effect. Oh, you could make it, you could make it sound, See, this is why our society, you, you could make it sound plausible, which is all you need to do for a movie. You, know, you don't need to explain it all. You just need to make it seem plausible. I, I had a minor incident of Mandela effect the other day where somebody somebody came down my street with a certain dog and then that same person came back through in the exact same place with a different dog like 20 minutes later yeah. in the exact same scenario. Yeah. And I, and just for a split second, just that one second, I was like, didn't this just happen, you know? Yeah. And like, and like, why is that dog different now? And like, and then I realized, like, they had multiple dogs. Like, it, there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing to see here. You know, when I had that Rankum idea, the what idea? The Rankum. Yeah. How yeah. we were gonna we we're gonna have three things. The actual, and this, by the way, is how id Software started right here. Um, the actual idea for it was. Super Mario Brothers 1, Super Mario Brothers 3, or Super Mario Brothers World, which which is the best. Because I always go back and forth in my mind. I would not say 1. Not by a long shot. I don't know. Even though it's the most influential. You know, it's it's so hard to say because I like all three of them. Oh, I do I too. I think I like them all in different ways. Yeah, yeah. And there's different ass. It's, it's so hard for me to tell you. I would say that 3 was the one that is like the most iconic in You my think mind. so? To, in, in my mind. Like the one that I enjoyed the most. Yeah. And played the most is probably Yeah, two. for me, World is probably last. I would put World above the original. Oh, see, I don't know if I could do that. It's it's close. I mean, it's it's a, it's so hard. But um World because I never owned a Super NES. I only played World at my neighbor's. Oh, really? I, I played through all of it at my neighbor's. It'll influence your decision. At, at my neighbor's house. If houses, you didn't play it much. And my cousin's house. I played through all of it. Yeah. I, I mean, probably twice. Um, and I'm playing through it again on Switch. So, I mean, I played it. It's just... How many games did you play as a kid and never finish? The number of games that I finished on the NES, I could probably count on one hand. Um, yeah, well... I never finished Mario 1, 2, 3. I think Super Nintendo was when I really oh, started I got, to I, finish I beat, games. Uh, I don't know. Did I beat the original Super Mario? Yeah, I did. I beat I one. I don't know if I did. I beat one. I beat three. I don't think I ever beat three. I'm trying to think if I ever beat the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you want a frustrating experience, you play that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. No, I'll play Battle And I might have beaten it. I, I played Battle I, I know I got to the final boss. I can't remember if I beat it or not. I think I did. There was another um, another really hard one was Batman for like the 1987 movie. Oh, jeez. Or maybe it was Batman Returns. I don't know. There's an NES game for one of those. Harder than hell. Most games I know were I because they didn't one. even know any. They had no concept of what was easy, hard. They just made a game and I remember put that, it out there. Yeah, I mean, I remember Turtles being hard, but Batman, Jesus Christ, Battletoads was insanely. That was, hard. That was a tough. Play one. that again. And it might be because it was a bad game. I can't remember. Yeah, that could be too. It, a lot remember, of the games were hard because they're straight up bad. I, I, I just remember that game being really hard and pissing me off constantly. Um, but I think I. I think I actually did better completing games back then, even though they were much harder. Oh, I definitely Because did. you got a game. I would say, like, Super NES era, I, I finished a lot of games. PlayStation era, I finished a lot of games. Well, but, I PlayStation mean, you got to remember, back then, you got a game, like, for Christmas. 
that might be like you're the playing only it game. for the year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That might be the only game you have that year. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you you might rent games, but um, yeah, that that would be like your only game for the year. So you had a lot of time to work on it. Yeah. Unlike now. All right. God Mode Unlocked episode 107 is out with the birds. And here's Halo Infinite footage. It honestly doesn't look bad. Maybe I don't know what's boy. wrong with you people. Yeah, really. Looks this great. Could've, this could have came out. Looks great.